Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. Hey, welcome back to the program. Thanks for staying with us. This is the money segment of the big show. Hittnergroup.com, H-I-T-T-N-E-R group, all one word, dot com. Hittnergroup.com, 612-627-8000. Okay, Kelvin, I got something. All right. Uh, you asked me in the first segment yep. to reflect on the changes that I've observed. Mm-hmm. You know, what changes have you observed on the mortgage side of things in the last, you know, 20 years? 15 years. 15 years. I'm not that old. Um, boy, what's changed? Kind of like you said, everything's changed in our industry. We've had a lot of compression, I think. Um, the, you know, Dodd-Frank was huge uh, mm-hmm. in terms of compensation, how people make money in our industry. Um, that was a big deal. Uh, I think it's a lot more straightforward. And I think it's easier today in certain aspects than it was back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember back in the day, we'd have reps coming in every day on this new program, that new program. And it's kind of nice now that it's pretty straightforward, you know. Um, the, you know, all the, uh, I think there's a lot of, as we saw with the financial crisis, there's a lot of bad loans being done. And there's a lot of pressure in our industry at that time that if you didn't, you know, if you weren't participating in the no income, no doc, no, you know, then they're walking right down the street and doing yeah. it too. So there's a real balance between, you know, that whole business. So I'm, I'm, I love where our business is now because it's very straightforward. We're paid the same on every loan. There's no hidden fees. There's no, there's no game played as much in our industry anymore. So I appreciate that. Technology has helped tremendously, but at the end of the day, people still like to have a conversation when they're making a two to $300,000 investment. Um, so I think it, it, our industry bodes very well with, for us right now, because we like to see people in person. We don't need to just do everything over the internet, but we have all the technology to do that, right? So um, the more, you know, I think things have changed a lot, but at the end of the day, it's still relationship-based, as you talked about. And, uh, you know, technology gives us the ability to do things a lot faster, and I think that's just going to continue. But I think as technology increases, the need for relationship also increases, I agree right? Yeah. So I think those two things um, are pretty critical and and then as we just move forward too, you know, we, uh, you know, our company purchased a bank recently. And uh, so, you know, there's, you know, there's the next that we talked mm-hmm. about at, at uh, coffee this morning, you know. Um, so the now is how do we integrate our company into the bank and, and what advantage does that give us down the road? So I think the next, I'm pretty excited. I was talking with the owner of our company and we're just in such a great position company-wise to take advantage of the market that we're in. And you know what I notice is that when I when I started in this business, uh, there were no loan officers to speak of. Really? There were there you know everything was the bank. It okay. was all banks, hmm. and and we did the pre qualification with the client, hmm. the agents. We did it really. We had forms. We did the pre qualification. We didn't even take a deal to a loan officer until a purchase agreement was written. So we would visit with them. 
you know, get comfortable that they could afford to buy the house. Ask mm. them their personal questions about their finances and their cash availability really? and all that stuff. And then only when we had a purchase agreement would a loan officer talk to us. Wow. And that whole thing now has completely Man. flipped where, you know, we just send them to you because yep. you're the money guys, mm-hmm. right? So you take care of the money So we thing. do a lot more work again than well, you guys it, do. Well, what it does is there's a good separation there yeah. so that people can maintain their privacy. <clears throat> yep. And and you because mm-hmm. the the program that's the other thing is that there were no programs <clears throat> right you right know, there were no programs you know there was FHA and VA and a conventional loan mm-hmm. and that's it and well even in the midst of all of that there's so many uh, you know we're dealing with one VA loan right now with a with a veteran and uh, who's eighty percent disabled and just even working through there's a property tax exclusion that you can get if you're over eighty percent disabled mm-hmm. so we're really working through that and and. Uh, it, what's interesting, what you find on that is you need to be, uh, you have to own the property before you can apply for that waiver. Mm. So, you know, there's some some interesting pieces that we're all uh, kind of learning in that process on the on the VA. But so when you buy it, you have to qualify with the with everything with everything, with, and then you the waiver is just a bonus. After. Yeah, it's a bonus afterwards. So, um, in this case. Um, you know, real tight, but, you know, our housing ratio is a lot higher than anticipated just mm-hmm. because of some of those things. And it's been, uh, so it's always interesting to learn um, that. But it's it's interesting that you guys did all that work in the past. I, I do believe in the separation there. And it's, uh, our industry is great. I love our industry. Love what we do. Um, it's so fun to have the conversations with people um, about their finances and about mm-hmm. what's going on. So I had a conversation well. with somebody yesterday regarding something that you mentioned there, Calvin, and that was, the types of loan products that were being um, taken out by mm-hmm. customers and by buyers during that time prior to the market changing. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, what my conversation with them was, because they're worried the market's coming up and mm-hmm. is it going to go down? And if so, what kind of depreciation are we going to see? And all that stuff, you know, those are real concerns that people are having right now, just coming off of a cycle where we saw this big dip. And Part of that is having a suitable product for that individual person. Mm-hmm. So I think kind of what exacerbated the problem with the reduction in values overall mm-hmm. was that we had a lot of those loan programs going out, and a lot of people made bad decisions. It's not on the loan officers to say, you know, it's all their fault or it's all agents' fault or it's all buyers' fault. And, you know, you look for fault out there and you say, here was the problem. But you had people working at, you know, a fast food restaurant that would do a stated income program and buy a house they shouldn't be buying. Exactly. Ultimately, the market, not the real estate market, the the job market, the um, the financial markets mm-hmm. dipped, values dipped, and adjustable rate mortgages came due. So just the downturn itself, yeah, that's a that's a normal part of real estate. It goes up and down. Right. Mm-hmm. But what exacerbated that then was the forty five percent of the market that was in foreclosure which made the problem even worse for yeah. values because banks mm-hmm. are unloading properties. Nobody was taking care of them. There's a lot to do with what happened there that's not happening today, that's different today in terms of appreciation. And if we did see a dip, we don't have a lot of those same loan programs. No. Right? So it's a matter of it's a mindset for that buyer that, hey, real estate's cyclical. Things go up and down. Mm-hmm. We don't need to just bail out of the situation. Mm-hmm. Additionally, banks are set up to have – preservation and all this other stuff that they didn't have set up right. during that time. 
So it's going to maintain the value of that real estate more so than having to dump these properties that are full of mold. I just don't think we're going to see that type of situation mm-hmm. again. And right? you don't see the rampant speculation that we saw back then. No, oh, there was God, speculative no. buying like crazy going mm-hmm. on, and that is another aspect yeah. that we always talk about when dealing with you know the buyer that's thinking, ah, it's a high part of the market, and what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. And So there are many things that went into why the values dropped you know, what, what's your, so much. what's your counsel when people, cause we've had that happen a few times now that people say, Hey, I think I'm buying at the top of the market. I'm really nervous about that. What, what's your counsel on that? Yeah, just that, just, I, I described the situation mm-hmm. that we went through and we, we, we all went through it in this room. Mm-hmm. So to be able to compare that and have that knowledge mm-hmm. and even to the previous market before yeah. when the, when the values were down and they ramped up and why did they ramp up and talking through inventory levels at that time and, how different they are than today. And today mm-hmm. we have super low inventory, so we're seeing more of a supply and demand type of appreciation mm-hmm. as opposed to this speculation that right. people were having that this is a ride we're never going to have to get off of. Mm-hmm. And the type of loans that they were acquiring the, that these homes to be on that ride yep. uh, were, you know, they were, they were iffy. Mm-hmm. And it's their decision to make. I mean, people were making these decisions to get these two, three, four, five properties yep. in some cases too. I mean, that was a type of person that was buying properties as well. It wasn't just the fast food buyer that was trying to buy a house that was over his budget and then ultimately bail on the property too. Mm-hmm. So it's really educating them on what happened okay. and why that's different than what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. And that's the that's the approach I take with it. That's good. We'll hit headlines here real quick in the mortgage industry. Um and, it, you know, there's only there. I only picked one headline and it says uh, mortgage rates. If you like boring, you're in luck. Mm-hmm. And I thought, boy, that really encapsulates it. It says mortgage rates didn't move at all again this week. Really hasn't been a meaningful movement for more than three weeks. Just about the only thing that's interesting about recent rate movement is that it continues to keep us generally closer to the highest levels in seven years. Sometimes boring is good. Yep. So we're at about seven year highs right now on rates, but they're not bad. We're still high fours. Um, Which is still historically yep. a low rate. Yep. So, so we're really we're really in in nice shape there. Um, the pause in rates though is not leading to increased home sales. Purchase applications trailed a year ago levels last week. Um, just the combination of you know prices going up, um, inventory, all that has just kind of maintained where the market is, and hopefully we get it. We always. Yeah, I look back um, just because as we're coming into fall, just kind of look back on our previous years. Man, we always have a great fall. So I'm kind of excited about Mm -hmm. quite honestly getting through. You know, there's these life events that happen that we've talked about, you know, with my daughter's wedding, with the move, all that. You're kind of It's kind of neat to get through that stuff and say, hey, let's have a really strong fall and and winter season. And it seems like we do. You know, it's always interesting. Everybody says it's cyclical. It's this. It's that. And then what about 08? We went up. I'm like, man, we just kind of kept plugging along always. You know, it's always... You know, you feel it, but yet at the end of the day, if the activity is high enough, you get through the ups and downs. Well, you know? even for the for the uh, when the market was at its worst, mm-hmm. we still thrived mm-hmm. as a yep. as a team because when you if if you work, yep, it's amazing. You know, right? It's amazing how many people give up, and so many people got out yep. of the business and got out of the industry and and all that stuff. If you just mm-hmm. work, if you know your craft, you know your trade, you know your profession, if you just work at it, yeah. Just work uh, hard. Work works. We always have a thing work up in works. our office. Yep. Work works. So yep. uh, if you'd like to have a conversation, we'd love to have that conversation, right? So 651-231-2500, 651-231-2500. Love to have a conversation with you regarding your home financing. 
You've been listening to your Real Estate Chalk Talk with the Hitner Group, the leaders of the number one Coldwell Banker Burnett real estate team in Minnesota. If you want to get more when you sell and pay less when you buy, call 612-627-8000 or go online to hitnergroup.com.